This week on TSR, Kamala's getting the video game treatment. Jupiter Ascending is a thing. You've got Kevin Feige in my Star Wars. And a whole boatload of books. All that and more on this episode of TSR. Welcome back to TSR. It's been a little bit, but we hope you enjoyed all of our Dragon Con coverage, our special Mouse Droid episodes, and all the other various fun things that have shown up in your feeds of late. It hasn't been that long. We recorded at Dragon Con. That was a month ago. Oh, that's right. We did a regular episode while sitting in a hotel bed in Dragon Con. We're we're, good. We're filling our obligation of two podcasts per month. We are. We are. We are. And that will probably remain that way for a while. We are sorry, audience. Sorry, not sorry. That's just how it's going to go for a little while. Yep. Turns out getting ready to have a baby is time-consuming and hard. And tiresome. Mostly tiresome on my part. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, Hey, before we go too much further, I just want to remind you that this episode of TSR and every episode of TSR is brought to you in part by you, our Patreon subscribers. Patreon.com slash Tashi Station. Get in at the $1 level and you can join our Patreon-exclusive Slack channel where you can commiserate with us about how tired we are. And we post lots of pictures of pets. L- Low-key, the best reason to join the T- the Tasha Station Oh, it's not even low-key. Oh, no, it's it high-key, the best high reason key. to yeah, join. It's, it's absolutely the best reason to join. 100%. Mm-hmm. So many cute pets. So many. Uh, so what have we been up to? Uh, like we mentioned, we were at Dragon Con, uh, eh, beginning of September. We were at Dragon Con. It was a lot of fun. Um... We went slower than usual because of reasons. <laughs> I'm just generally slower than usual right now. Oh, uh, but it was fun. We, like you said, we have a lot of uh, content on the feed from Dragon Con, including um, Timothy Zahn bamboozling me for the second time, which we'll get to later. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also panels with E.K. Johnson and Claudia Gray and panels about Galaxy's Edge and other things. All sorts of fun stuff. Yes. Uh, we unfortunately will not be attending Dragon Con next year, so we uh, had to have our last hurrah for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, we will be at Celebration next year, though. Yes, we will. <laughs> I don't know what's possessed us to do that, but we will. Uh, you possessed us to do that. I possessed us to do that. Yes, speak into the microphone so the people can hear you. <laughs> How did I possess us to do that? Because I was like, oh, we can't go. We're going on a cruise. And you're like, well, we're going to be on the West Coast anyway, so we can just skip the last day of celebration and fly up to Vancouver for Anaheim. I recall you having the idea first that we could do both. No, no. Okay. But my idea was like, oh, this is the only way this could happen. Obviously, we're not going to do that. And then you were like, but we could do that. Yeah. So. so next year will be baby's first celebration and Disney cruise. Yep. 
I'm glad we're doing it in that order. I am also glad we're doing it because in that order. cruises are very relaxing. And we will need that cruise after hauling a baby through a major convention. I mean, we won't be doing as much as we usually do. It'll be chill. Yep. Yeah. Uh, hey, I played that damn goose game. The damn <laughs> untitled goose game. Ugh. Honk. Brian got this, and all I heard for one Saturday was honk, and I wanted to punch you, <laughs> which I think is the whole point. Like, you want to punch the goose, right? Uh, no. The gr- the whole point is well, the you goose. you are the goose. Okay, so let me tell you this from the developers. Uh-huh. The entire town are Brexit supporters. Okay. So therefore, the goose is a hero. The goose is a hero? The goose is a hero. Okay. It's still annoying, and you should play it with headphones. <laughs> uh, it's some of the best $15 I've spent in a long time. Uh, yes. What uh, else have you been up to? Sports. Been watching a lot of sports. <laughs> oh, yeah, because it's now the three three sports happening at the same time. Except for baseball now, because baseball is done for you. Well, yeah, I'm gonna watch the I'm gonna watch uh, the ALDS game tonight, though. Well, yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My rooting interest is done. Yes, as they always are this time of year. Yes, as they always are, same what, as it ever was. When does the MLS championship happen? December something. <laughs> I know, right? That's that's very that's very precise. Mm-hmm. I'm mostly wondering if it could ha- possibly happen while we're having a baby. Yeah, it's and a you'll distinct, have to miss it. <laughs> it's a distinct possibility. I'm resigned to that. It's fine. You'll have to miss it. Yeah, it's fine. It's I fine. I mean, if I'm in labor, like early stages, you can watch it because <laughs> it'll be boring. <laughs> Unless I say, turn that thing off and pay attention to me. <laughs> I will always pay attention to you, dear. Yep. What have you been up to? Uh, I read Queen Shadow, finally. Um, I really liked it. I liked it more than I thought I would. Um, I'm not the biggest Padme fan, just mainly because of age. Uh, I wasn't really that demographic that grew up with the prequels, um, and was sort of disappointed by her arc. Um, sort of putting that in air quotes, because it was really very... Um, but I very appreciated this book, giving her a spotlight as well as the other handmaidens, and I liked seeing the politics on Coruscant, and also that it was a time period we don't really see much in between Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. Um, and I am just bummed that we didn't get more of Padme early on, because I think I probably would have liked her a lot more had I read this book 20 years ago. <laughs> um, Probably. Yeah. I mean, this was the book that needed to be written 20 years ago. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sort of glad it wasn't, though, because, you know, like, now the people who, like, grew up in the Handmaiden Society and loving Padme have this book, and it was written by someone who grew up with that, so I, I do appreciate that part, at least. Um... I also read, um, I started reading Wayward Son, which is the sequel to Carry On by Rainbow Roll, and I am liking it so far. It's a very different book than Carry On. Carry On is very much the sort of, like, fantasy magic school trope book, but very fanfic-y. This is, like, a road trip novel and what happens after 
to the chosen one after they fulfill their prophecy. Uh, it's very different, but I like it. Um, I watched Jupiter Ascending. While I was uh, playing D&D last yeah, night. Because I was like, oh, I've been wanting to watch that. There's something on TV. I'll watch it because I know Brian doesn't want to watch it. And uh, I know a lot of people love this movie. I did not. <laughs> it was a movie. It was really weird. I had no idea what the heck was going on. <laughs> it was, yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> just, that's all I'll say about it. Um, and, oh, I'm also writing again. Really? Finally. You're writing again? Why are you writing again? Because I need to, Brian. That's, Why do you need to write again? I just do need to write again. That's well, all. Is there any particular reason you need to write again? Nope. No, 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 not at all. No. You're going to make me say it? Yep. Nancy signed a three-book deal with Athon Press, uh, and she will be selling her Robber Barons trilogy to them, which you'll be able to buy. Yep. First book is in the hopper, and you're working on books two and three now. Yep. Congratulations, Nancy. Thank you. I don't know when you can buy them yet. I have to write the next two first, which I'm doing right now, and hoping I can finish the second book before Baby makes their appearance. <laughs> this will be the most consequential nano of your life. <laughs> I have I have a very strict deadline <laughs> to finish my first draft. Boy, uh, that that's the hardest deadline you'll ever have. Right? I mean, it's a self-imposed deadline. It's not them imposing it on me, but I just I know it'll be a lot easier for me to write one book next year than two. <laughs> so That is definitely true. So, yeah, but um probably sometime next year and it'll be all three coming out pretty much the same time yeah. so you can binge them and buy them and also it'll be on audiobook so that'll be fun mm-hmm. if you like to consume your books that way so yes nancy has a book deal yep you seem so thrilled <laughs> i don't want to talk about myself oh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, we went to Galaxy's Edge a few more times. Yes, we did. I still love it. I do, too. I'd be glad when I'm not pregnant anymore and not sweltering anymore, mostly, because it's very hot and my feet swell a lot, and it's hard to stand in Oga's Cantina. But um, it's super fun, and I will be, I'm looking forward to going on the rides. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so bad that you haven't done done the Falcon ride yet. It's Okay. Alas. It's worth it. You'll you'll get to. I will. Yep. We need to get your mom a silver pass so uh, we don't so someone can watch Babby while we, we go, go ride on the rides. rides. Yes, that is true. <laughs> and yeah, that's what we've been up to. Yep. Just that and, you know, baby. Yes, preparing for baby. That's a baby. <laughs> that's Scott. <laughs> As a baby. <laughs> All right, over to the news, and we start with news that Kamala Khan, Ms. Marvel, is the protagonist of the new Avengers video game, and I am very, very, very excited. You are very, very excited. Kamala is my favorite comic character in the Marvel Universe right now, and I am thrilled that she is the protagonist of this video game. Like, I was interested in playing it. This video game is now must-play for me. And I was also really happy to find out that uh, G. Willow Wilson did consult in the dialogue for her, uh, for the game. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That's really cool. So, yeah, that that's great. Um, 
super, super happy, super excited that uh, Kamala is going to be on a bigger stage. And I did we talk about any of the Marvel announcements? Um, on I believe we did on our last episode because it was right after D23. That's right. Uh, yeah, Kamala's also going to be on TV and in the MCU. Oh, wait, no. We talked about it because, uh... Did we do a mouse droid where we covered it? No, we did a San Diego Comic-Con episode. Right. Where we talked about those announcements, and I believe we talked about the additional announcements at, um... They made at D23. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Kamala's she- going to be all over the place in the Marvel Universe, and mm-hmm. I am so happy. Yes. She's awesome. Uh, the world would be a better place if everybody read Ms. Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, She-Ra returns November 5th with 13 new episodes. I am very glad that it's going to be a longer season. I am, too. Like, the the seven, eight episode seasons were just not quite enough. Yeah, I mean, I liked season two, but it definitely was too short for for my taste. Yeah. Um, And I'm really excited to see where they go, considering how the end of how season two happened. Um, Basically, spoilers, if you haven't seen it, there's there's a whole universe out there. And uh, we're going to we're going to. It's it's pulling some interdependency trilogy stuff. Yeah, interdependency trilogy by John Scalzi. Yes. Very good. Go read it. Uh, and I'm here for it. Yes, me too. Uh, speaking of shows, we're excited for that are returning. Actually, this whole new segment is that uh, Dragon <laughs> Prince reser- returns November 22nd. And Dragon Prince is a show that if you haven't watched it, you need to. And I know that it doesn't look like a show that would appeal to you, but trust me. It is some of the smartest, most clever writing of on any show out there right now. Yeah, I started watching it while I was doing the treadmill, um, and I, I watched it by myself. I think like the first season I watched by myself, and I was like, this is a really good show, Brian. You should watch it. And you were like, oh, okay, whatever. And then when the second season came out, we went and watched the first season, and you really liked it. Yeah, I loved it. Um I, I have heard from some people that they started watching it and just didn't finish because of the first episode is very info dumpy. Here's the world. Here's what happens. It's a very long introduction. Um, but once you get past that, it's pretty much just this is the story and yeah. what's going on. There are some episodes that flash back, but the way they do them is really works with the story itself. So. Mm-hmm. It it doesn't feel that info dumpy, and um, did you see the posters that they showed from New York Comic Con? I did. Yes. Oh, that uh, primary poster in particular is stellar. Yeah, I love Ezrin with like the king out in the crown outfit, and I'm like, oh my god, look at him! Oh, <laughs> yes, I'm very excited. And another show returning uh, in December, uh, December 13th, uh, to be exact, is The Expanse. Season four finally is coming out on Amazon. Uh, This is the first season that Amazon has produced. And just judging by the trailer, uh, I am really looking forward to seeing what Amazon has done with this show did you watch that trailer no i haven't seen it yet oh my god okay so the trailer 
uses one of John F. Kennedy's speeches no. about colonizing space and how colon- space has to be colonized under the flag of freedom, not tyranny. And it uses that as a voiceover for the entire trailer. Oh, that's clever. Yeah. I like that. And it's like... Like there's a part where he sa- where he says something about for all mankind or mankind or something, and they show like Avasarala and Bobby, <laughs> which is really cool. But yeah, so apparently, like season four is all going to be about like the consequences and politics of colonizing the other planets. Um, and um, I saw a tweet from someone talking about how they're really looking forward to seeing a colonization storyline that's you know with um characters that are a lot of people of color and written by people of color and i'm like oh yeah that would be very interesting so Mm -hmm. yeah the expanse is definitely one of my favorite shows on tv right now and i'm really looking forward to it is so good we did one of the we did one of their panels at dragon con this year um it was actually i'm bummed they didn't have um the actress who plays Avasarala, because I love her. But they had all new actors this year, which was kind of cool because you got to see different people. Um, there was um, Stephen Strait, who plays... Um, I can't think of his name. Holden, the main guy who I don't like. Uh, um, Wes Chatham, who plays Amos. Who is ridiculously he charming. He was so charming. Like He's definitely like... I'm like, you are nothing like the character you play and that's a good thing because your character is kind of psycho um and then um oh why can't i remember his the actor's name right now but the actor who plays fred thompson um and he's in some several other shows right now as well and then um francois chow who plays Jules pierre mao <laughs> he mentioned something about how like um you know, the show does a good job at, like, showing all the different aspects of people and no one's really good or evil, except there's one part in the script where it says, like, little does Avicerella know that she just met the devil. And then so throughout the whole panel, Wes just kept calling him the devil. Uh, Chad Coleman Chad is the Coleman, one that plays Frederick Johnson. I was thinking Coleman. I can't remember his first name. Um, so, yeah, that was a good panel. And um, I was, you know, they... Um, I rem- uh, Francois Chow had a really um, good response to one of the questions about the diversity on the show and how like he used to all the roles he used to get were just bad guys and terrorists and stuff and you know and how you know the show it's great because like even though he's playing a bad guy like there's all these other characters on the show who you know aren't so yeah um I'm really excited. <laughs> yeah. Great show. You should all watch it. Yes. Uh, finally, The Hunger Games. There's a new Hunger Games book by Suzanne Collins coming out next year called The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Uh, so this is going to take place during the 10th annual Hunger Games, um, which I think I, I thought was a really interesting choice because you would think like. You'd go to the first. Yeah. Or, or, or the war that started it all. Yeah. You know, but so I'm or. Another, you know, possibility would be, like, when Hamish was, um, you know, in the Hunger Games. Someone I saw was speculating. I, I remember seeing some speculating that this was the Hunger Game when Mags 
Oh, one. interesting. But I don't know if that was confirmed or just, um, you know, if people were just speculating based on the ages. Yeah. Um. So I'm excited. I'll probably read it. It's going to sell a billion jillion copies. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's hitting number one on the New York Times bestseller list. Yeah. going to stay there for a little while. And then I have, I just remembered this, uh, n- another book news. I have never read this book and I probably won't, but it was uh, made of... Uh, the announcement uh, made a very big splash that the um, uh, Susanna Clark, who wrote Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell, is writing another. Actually, she has two new books coming out. And uh, th- that book came out a very, very, very long time ago. <laughs> uh, so people were really excited that um, that there's two more books coming out from her. Yeah, very cool. 2004 was when that book came out. Oh, also in book news, Geisha Trilogy has a cast. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay, so... um, Just putting it on there on a tee for Nancy. Yeah, so the... uh, Actually, it's going to be the Grisha book... The Grisha... Sorry, the Grisha. Yeah, the Grisha books and the six of crows duology are basically kind of being morphed into one story uh it's called shadow and bone and um lee bardugo announced the cast and i'm really excited the actor that they cast for kaz brecker it looks perfect (laughs) um as well as the actor they cast to play uh jesper who's my favorite character from that series i have not read the grisha books but um I probably will before the show comes yeah. out, just so I can get a feel for that plot, too. So I'm very excited about that. Excellent stuff. All right. So our discussion topic this week is just dealing with a whole <laughs> bunch of Star Wars news that has dropped in like the last two weeks. Yeah. Well, I tried to separate it. Yeah. So we just have Star Wars news that's Star Wars news, and then we have... The Rise of Skywalker Star Wars news. I'm okay. smart that so, way. Star Wars news segment, then we'll have a discussion topic specifically about Journey to Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> yes. Let's get into I'm it. smart. Uh, so, I mean, it's not StarWars.com official, but Alan Horn pretty much has come out and said Kevin Feige is doing a Star Wars movie, at least one. Yes. Um. Yeah, I don't know how to feel about that. So, yeah, I know a lot of people were annoyed by this. Uh, And, you know, it's fair. There are people who don't like Marvel. There are people who, you know, whatever. I, and and yes, it's another white guy making a Star Wars movie. Can we not, can we not do that? But I really like the late, the latest Marvel movies, so... I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. Also, they really just said he was developing a movie. Like, he's a producer. He's not a director. He's not a writer. I don't think he has any directing or writing credits. Yeah. So, like, I can see him saying, hey, this is a cool idea. Let's do this story. I'm also very intrigued because he's coming from Marvel, where they basically do all of their movies taken from pre-existing source material and star wars really has not done that i mean they've taken stuff from the other material and like used it but they haven't like said wholesale okay we're gonna do 
this story in a movie form. So yeah. it'll be very interesting to see what he comes up with. Yeah, so I'm annoyed that it's another white guy that's ostensibly at the helm of one of these films, mm-hmm. but... And I'm not saying this to absolve Lucasfilm in any way, because frankly, they don't deserve it yet. Um, Kevin Feige, of late, has a much better track record than most major studios when it comes to putting diverse talent in front of and behind the camera. Right. And plus, like, it's really hard, like, to look at Marvel's track record and be like, oh, why are they hiring this guy? Like, it's it's sort of the same reaction I had to when they announced that Jon Favreau was doing The Mandalorian. Like, I'm like, oh, okay, another white guy doing another Star Wars project. But at the same time, it's like, can you really blame them for wanting Jon Favreau, who basically kickstarted off the MCU? Yeah, and you know, at, <laughs> at least Favreau then immediately went and got Deborah Chow, Taika Waititi. Yeah, like, I mean... And and the cast of the Mandalorian is pretty diverse as well. I think is Werner Herzog the only white guy in the principal cast? Possibly? I think yeah. he might be. But like you know, it's 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 you know, there there are people where I look at them, the hiring, and I'm like, why did you hire those people? Basically, like Game of Thrones guys. But again, <laughs> but again, like. You know, it's really hard to look at people like John Favreau and Kevin Feige and be like, "Ugh, them!" Because, hi, look at all the money they make. Yeah. Um, um, now, if this does result in Benioff and Weiss quietly going away, right? <laughs> wouldn't be too broken up by that. Um, so, yeah, I like, I, I, I want to say I'm cautiously optimistic that Feige is going to do what he did over at Marvel's last big slate of phase four announcements. Yeah. And say, okay, hey, here's all of these people of color in front of and behind the camera who are going to be leading this charge. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. But Lucasfilm has not been great on the film side on that. So that's what I hope happens. Yeah. Well, we can talk about a good thing. That Star Wars did we can recently talk about a good on thing. the TV side. Yes, and boy, the TV and film side are just not on the same wavelength, are they? <laughs> not really. <laughs> so, um, we already knew that an Obi-Wan TV series is coming. Yes, they which announced we're excited it at D23, about. and I'm very excited mm. about seeing you, McGregor again. <laughs> no one ever has to ask him again, are you going to play <laughs> Obi-Wan again? The answer yeah. is yes. Um, but what we did find out... Is that Deborah Chow, who has been working on The Mandalorian, has gotten the entire uh, Obi-Wan series to direct. Yep. And, um, oh, who's writing it? Uh, Hussein Amini um, will be... uh, Writing the series. Writing the series. And they they haven't stated if it's going to be one season, but I I, think everyone is pretty much assuming it's eight episodes. You don't get Ewan for more than one season, do you? Plus, I don't think this is a story that needs to go longer. You know, it's, it's, you know, Obi-Wan's basically in the desert at this time and him having adventures all the time won't be very realistic. Yeah. Agreed. Um, But the thing I think is coolest about this is that they hired Deborah Chow, to direct 
a series that's where the um main character is a man. Yeah, so she is not on the quote-unquote girl, girl project. Not that there is anything wrong with a woman no. directing a woman-led film, but I mean, men this, get to direct women-led right. film, but women rarely get to direct yeah. males led or male led stories. Right. They they will give the they will give women the stories about women um as they should because there's not gender parity right now when it comes to directing. But, you know, there are things women can bring to other stories and I think for this type of story, um, you know, I'm really interested to see what a female director can bring to uh, it. Yes. Um and I mean, people have been, you know, saying the usual crappy comments on social media. Um, her resume is really impressive. It, she's directed Jessica Jones, Breaking Bad. Of course, she's done The Mandalorian. I mean, she has... I'm not sorry, Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul. Um, but I mean, Mister Robot, Mister Ro American Gods. Yeah. So she she has she's one of the more accomplished t television directors. Yeah. Out in Hollywood right now. Right. So this is definitely not a you know diversity checkbox. This is she's a really good director, and we want her to do this. And you know they were impressed because you know Mandalorian hasn't come out yet. So obviously, what they saw of her, they were impressed by and that's what I, and that was what i was really hopeful would happen when they announced the cast the directors for the mandalorian is that they'd launch pad into other projects right if not film they would get to do other tv shows as well yeah so. and i kind of hope that this does launch deborah chow into directing a star wars film yeah so yeah fingers crossed on that um Moving on, we got another trailer for Jedi Fallen Order, and <laughs> not. Imp I know there was a trailer where people were like, "Okay, I'm more into it now," but I saw people on this one that were not very impressed with the graphics. I mean, I am not a gamer that complains about graphics. Yeah, like I don't care. Right. I don't have PC hardware that can render. <laughs> you played graphics. the goose game. <laughs> I played the goose game. But it was bad in a way that was legitimately surprising. Like the assets didn't look finished um for some of the characters, particularly um oh what's her name? Uh order. Uh Sarah. Um Sarah Junda. Um her character model looks bad. Unfinished <laughs> and I hope that this isn't a case where they were just showing unfinished assets in a marketing trailer, I guess. But right. it also, I, my fear is they don't have animators that know how to animate black characters. Ugh. Yeah, or female characters. Yeah, no, it did not look good. Yeah. It looks like a really unfinished product, and that has me... Really wondering about if it also games. might be the situation where, like, they spent so much time on the main characters, mm -hmm. you know, graphics that the other characters sort of fell by the wayside. And like, for characters like the ma the mass characters or the alien characters, 
that, you know, might not be as big of a deal, but for the human characters where you know what they're supposed to look like is kind of... Yeah. Eh. Um... Did they do motion capture for all the characters? Really? Yeah, they mo-capped okay. it, but um, it, I sincerely hope that this was just a badly cut-together trailer that didn't have finished assets yet. Yeah. Because otherwise, that is really, really bad. Ugh. Everyone loves the droid, though. Everyone does love the droid. The droid, the droid is adorable. What is the droid's name? Um, I don't even remember. I am blanking on that, <laughs> but it's very cute. Oh. It's an exceedingly cute droid. Okay. That's uh, good. Star Wars Resistance is back. Yes. We did not- As we said on Kanji Cast, they yeeted off into space. <laughs> yes. Uh, we, I, we didn't even watch the episode yesterday because we saw it at Celebration. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, right, we've seen, we saw this one already. But um, we, I really liked it at Celebration. Um, CB23 was the MVP of the show. I love CB23. CB the MVP. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens with Tam this season. I I, I am too, but God, I worry that they're not going to be able to do it in 13, 13 episodes. It's, it's more than that. 20? Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's more. That's still not much. Yeah, but it's better than one movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sad it only has one more season left. It's such I'm a good show. I'm still mad. Yeah. About it. You can listen to me rant about that on the Kanji cast. You can. And rant about it I did. Yes. So um there was a announcement a while back that this Star Wars ongoing from Marvel was going to end at 75 issues. Um but surprising no one, it's going to be relaunched in January. Um, with Charles Sewell at the helm. Wow, they finally got me interested in the main Star Wars comic. <laughs> um, and it is going to be picking up right where The Empire Strikes Back leaves off. And this yeah. is the way to get me interested in the comic. Mm -hmm. uh, like, the period between Star Wars and a new Ho uh, Star Wars and Empire, like, I mean, it's fine. That's not the period that really interests me. Like, I'm way more interested in the year between Empire and Jedi, mostly because of something Sewell said in an interview where he where he was like, I want to see how Luke goes from having this tragic event happen to him and, you know, barely being able to, you know, talk to people and then walking into Jabba's palace all badass. And mm. I'm like, yes, I want to see that too. <laughs> and I want to see how he deals with it. Uh, and also... Um, Greg Pak is going to be writing a new Darth Vader ongoing. Then this one, so the first Darth Vader ongoing was concurrent with the Star Wars ongoing. Then that ended and they did the one that was post Revenge of the Sith, right? That Charles Sewell wrote that one. Yeah. Now they're doing another Darth Vader ongoing concurrent with the Star Wars one. Um, so, basically, what is Vader going through after Empire Strikes so, Back? Which is very interesting to me. <laughs> on the one hand, yeah, yeah. another Vader, another Vader. Yeah, But on the other hand, Greg Pak yeah. and taking that angle yeah. to approach Vader. 
Right. That I'm interested in. Yeah, like I I understand like I think I think Vader after Revenge of the Sith if you're into that time period, that's very interesting. Um the time period after, you know, Star Wars eh, for me, but that also where's where Afra came in, which a lot of people love Afra. Um but I'm just really interested to see what he does after empire because this is all like on this is all new territory like in canon Mm -hmm. like what is how does he react to luke rebuking his offer and going from i'm going to turn him to well he has to die or else yeah speaking of afro we did find out that she will be getting more comics that's good i'm very happy about that yes because i would have been very 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 disappointed if they uh just stopped doing (laughs) afro um so yeah that's awesome yes uh, do you want to know more about Project Luminous, Nancy? I do. Great news. You'll find out more in January. <laughs> well, I, that that makes sense because, you know, all the Rise of Skywalker stuff is going to come yeah. out and they get to talk more. And I, I have theories about what it's about and it's not going to be right, but I like my theories. Yeah, I'm very interested. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a really cool, it's a really awesome group of creators they have working on it right and i'm pretty sure it's going to be cross media so yeah that'll be cool uh alexander freed's alphabet squadron trilogy oh, will continue i'm saving that for last oh. <laughs> alexander freed's alphabet squadron trilogy will continue on june 30th 2020 with uh shadow fall that's not foreboding or anything Mm-mm. also sounds like a james bond title <laughs> well it's because they are now going to take on the resurgent shadow wing yes led by the old Yurika's old commander i am so happy to get reunited with my screw-up children i don't think Yurika's gonna be happy to be reunited with her old commander <laughs> no mm, no i'm scared uh, nine authors will be contributing to a middle grade anthology about tales from Star Wars: The Clone Wars. These will be retellings from perspectives of other of uh, major characters from the animated series. And uh, shout out to awesome person Preeti Chibler, who has um, gotten uh, gotten a story in there. Yes, we are that's super very excited. We are super happy for. Her. Yeah, and this looks interesting. I'm not a huge fan of the Clone Wars era, but like telling stories from different characters' perspectives and the the authors that they got, like I might give it a try and see if it makes me more interested in those stories. So yes, congrats, pre, uh, congrats, Preethi. Yep. <sighs> Sorry, my uh, yeah. You can't talk. I can't talk. I've been. <laughs> I was on the phone all day, and my tongue is all yeah tongue is fat yes <laughs> congrats Prathy. yes very glad to have her in the star war okay <laughs> you want to take the last one now brian and finally tim's on streak of omitting the truth from nancy continues as the ascendancy trilogy will launch may 2020 and act as an origin story for thrawn before he goes to the empire the series will also serve as our first look in canon anyway at the inner workings of the chiss ascendancy if you want to listen to the panel I did with Tim at DragonCon in which I talked about how interesting a book about the Chiss Ascendancy would be and he was like, oh, that would be interesting. I don't know if Jelly would publish that. He got you again. He got me again. I'm just going to stop. I'm going to stop asking questions about possible books. Uh, lovely. For those of you who aren't aware, 
I talked about, I asked him a question about how Thrawn and Krennic would get along at last year's Dragon Con, and a few months later, they announced treason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's jump over to our discussion topic this week, Journey to the Rise of Skywalker, and we got a couple Resistance Reborn excerpts, and we did. they were really good. Yeah. So the first one was with Leia and Rey, which was really nice to see, and I really liked seeing them together. Um, we got shout-outs to the Poe comic um, that has that storyline right after The Last Jedi. Um, we have Leia saying no one can save Ben but himself, which preach Leia, and her saying, and I don't even know if that's what he wants, which is the more important part of that sentence. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, Ben needs to save himself. Everyone knows that. Fine. But... Does he want that? Yeah. And I think evidence so far leads to no. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then there was a second excerpt, uh, which featured some reoccurring favorites from Inferno Squad, uh, Zay Miko and Shriv. Shriv! 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 I'm very excited to see Shriv. Uh, and then um, they also... Uh, Jess and Suralinda were in there from the Poe comic. Um, Poe is going to a party, <laughs> which I'm interested to see. Um, and yeah, I'm just looking forward to this book. And I'm hoping that um, Wedge is in it. Do we even address that thing? Sure. Yeah, let's address it. So over the weekend, um, the Spanish publisher or the Spanish language publisher of. Uh, the Star Wars books. Of the Star Wars yeah. books. Released an image of the cover, uh, the Spanish language cover, yeah. that featured a character on there that's not on the American cover. Nope. Well, that character would be Wedge Antilles. Yep. So that led to a lot of speculation about, is it fake? Uh, did they just tweet the wrong image? Is it an older image? Is it the final image and they're just hiding it? Um, I don't think that's the truth. I, I'm pretty sure the cover that we see is the cover that we're going to get. Yeah. But it would be interesting if it was an older cover and they decided not to use it um, or they realized they couldn't use it because of Dennis Lawson's likeness. Like, I don't know, but I I just want him in this book. I want him in the movie so bad. <laughs> and Yeah. There's also rumors that that's happening as well, and I can't let myself hope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't let yourself hope I either. I cannot. If that does happen, then no matter what else happens, well, except maybe for one thing, uh, <laughs> I will be happy with the rise of Skywalker. <laughs> yes. Uh, what if Ghost, Luke, and Wedge have a conversation? <laughs> don't even joke. <laughs> I would cry. Uh, we got an, a, a preview of Allegiance. Yeah. As well, and this is the other the comic leading up to the rise of Skywalker, and this is basically where they go to the Mon Calamari and ask them for help. And um, this looks very cool. Um, I there was also some I can't I think it was maybe a, the character encyclopedia or the or the Ultimate Star Wars something that I think came it out. Was Ultimate Star Wars and or Ultimate Guide. basically it confirmed that. Home one is going to be in. out of mothballs and going to be the joining fleet. the resistance fleet. It didn't say that if, it's going to be in episode nine. Yeah. 
So, but I would imagine it's at least going to be either in this comic or in Resistance yeah. Reborn. Out of mothballs and in service again, just like Battlestar Galactica. I love it. <laughs> that was your thing. That was, it's the one theory I've gotten right. <laughs> um, the Rise of Skywalker novelization will be released on March 3rd, continuing the tradition of coming out after the movie. Um, and this one will be written by Ray Carson, who wrote uh, a story in Fakpov and also Most Wanted. Um, and rounding out the trilogy, Michael Cog is writing the junior novel. Uh, he wrote the other two junior novels for the trilogy. So I'm excited about Ray Carson writing the Rise of Skywalker novel. I, I am too. I um, liked her story in Fakpov a yes. lot. Uh, everyone lost their minds over Babu Frick. <laughs> Babu Frick is a Star Warsy Star Wars name. He's a what is he the droid? He's like master a, or something. He's like this droid, droid smith. That's what it is. I want to be a droid smith. Yeah. So he works among the spice runners of Kijimi and can reprogram or modify virtually any droid. So that people are speculating that's why C three PO has the red eyes. That seems like a safe assumption. Yeah, but he's very cute. Very cute little practical puppet. Yeah. I'm very, I'm, I was charmed. <laughs> yes. Uh, Triple Force Friday happened. Lots of stuff went for sale and we didn't buy anything. We didn't buy anything. What's happened to us? Uh, we are adults because what we will be buying. <laughs> Is Le Creuset Star Wars items? Mm-hmm. So I, I don't care that it costs $300. <laughs> oh, it's more than that. Oh, 400. I don't care that it costs $400. <laughs> we are getting that Darth Vader Dutch oven. So yeah, Le Creuset, the cooking brand, uh, is releasing Star Wars branded products uh, November 1st. And the Darth Vader Dutch oven is on my Christmas list because it is. Because Darth Vader Dutch oven. I have two Le Creuset's. Well, what's a third? I know. I need this one. You do need <laughs> and, this one. And I one. love that everyone was like, oh. <gasps> Blue Crusade Star Wars items because we're all old now. <laughs> we're officially old Star Wars Twitter. I know. I, I will buy action figures eventually, but probably not for a while. Just I haven't really been keeping up with like what action figures there are. Like I I'll definitely want Ray in her outfit, you know, and but Poe in his outfit and Finn and all of them. But, yeah. Like Janna. Yeah. But like you know, I haven't really like. Oh my god, I gotta go get him! And Force Ghost Luke when he eventually comes out. Mm -hmm. Finally, uh, tr will there be a trailer soon? Probably. It's so it's October seventh today as we're recording this on a Monday. Mm -hmm. uh, all the previous Star Wars movies, uh, saga movies, have had their uh, final trailer. Final trailer come out on Monday Night Football. <laughs> <laughs> I expect that to be no different this time. So the question is, when? Is it going to be next week on October 14th? Or is it going to be the week after that on October 21st? I think it's probably going to be the 21st because I think the previous films came out later in the month. Hang on a second. I'm now looking at the upcoming Monday are Night Football. Are you looking football. at what the worst games yeah, are? Yeah, whatever the worst game is, <laughs> that's going to be the one. Oh. Oh, Monday Night Football. You're uh, Browns, 49ers. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. What whatever the worst one is, that's gonna be <laughs> that's gonna be where we see it. I'm I'm looking it up on YouTube now. Um, let's see. Okay, the Force Awakens official trailer came out on October nineteenth, twenty fifteen. Okay. Um, and let's see the last Jedi full trailer came out on oh that came out october 9th 2017 okay so So if you split the difference maybe it'll be next weekend (laughs) it'll be next week if it is next weekend we're probably going to find out soon soon yeah maybe wednesday soon they um i think they pretty much announced the day before did they? Oh, yeah. that's right. That's right. They'd be like trailer tomorrow. Oh, so yeah. What what they did is they started hyping it on CBS and Fox uh, and NBC mm-hmm. during uh, that day's football coverage. Yeah, and then it dropped the next day. Right. Okay. Interesting. So yeah, um, I'm looking forward to another trailer because my hype has diminished since Celebration. <laughs> I had no hype. Then celebration happened. We saw a teaser. I got hype. Now my my hype is down again because I have no idea what to expect from this movie anymore. Yeah. So I need a trailer to get me hype. Trailer time. Yeah. And then all the TV spots that drop after that. Yes. Okay. Shall we do some Patreon listener questions? Yes, we didn't get a lot of questions. We got more statements. <laughs> That's how they roll. Uh, John asks, which of the books announced at New York Comic Con are you most looking forward to and why? Brian. Um, I mean, we already knew it was coming, but, uh, I'll, uh, Shadowfall. Yeah. Uh, mine is probably the Thrawn book, because I'm predictable. <laughs> Thoughts on Catra's new look? I didn't watch the trailer yet. <laughs> I didn't know there was a trailer out. Oh, yeah, there was a little teaser. Oh, crap. I need to go find that. Yeah. Uh, what three things do you want to have? What do you want to happen or see in Resistance Reborn? Uh, Christine asked that and Diane asked the last question. Um, I want to see. Uh, I want to see more characters from the books and the comics specifically. Um. I know they Rebecca Roanhorse asked for things to read, so it makes me uh, hopeful and, that and she we'll was a, see other characters. She was apparently given all the things to read. Right. So having Zay and Shriv is really a good sign. I I mean, there's a ton of characters that I would love to see show up again. I mean, obviously the biggest one I would love to see is Sinjir. Mm-hmm. Um, Sinjir and Condor. Um we don't know what they're doing. Where where are they what are they up to? Have they had any kids since aftermath? Um I would love to see that. I and uh especially if like Snap comes back as you know, if Snap's there, you know, seeing him and Sinjir again. Yeah, I mean you have to think Snap's gonna be in this book. Yeah, and if Snap's in this book and Wedge is in this book. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Let's see, a third thing. I want to see them go get home one in this book. Yeah. That'd be fun. Right. Well, because, I mean, the whole thing is, like, they're trying to get new allies and new stuff. Allies so. and, new allies and material and right. resources. I think, like, generally, I'm just 
you know, I I know they they make the movies to so you can go see it without needing to read anything beforehand, but I'm hoping that reading up reading this book will really get you or me personally in the mood for the Rise of Skywalker because you know we didn't have anything like that with the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi. It just jumped from one to the other. Yeah. So there's all this time in between, and I want to know what's been going on since yeah, the Last Jedi. Yeah, I agreed. Yeah. Uh, Kaya's dad asks, uh, do Wedge and Phantom Squadron return? I sure hope so. Ugh, that would be awesome. <laughs> uh, Bria says, Zay and Shriv. That's not a question, Bria. But we'll allow it. Yes, we will. <laughs> Uh, Kai's dad also says, does Hera and Ghost Squadron show up? I bet you see Hera in this. Uh, yeah, that's another character I would love to see show up. Um, I'm, I'm worried, though, that, um, she might not because I don't know if, uh... Oh, is that off limits? Yeah, yeah. like, if they don't want to, like have her in another timeline and not and hamstring Filoni in yeah, future that, shows. That might be a Dave off limits. But I also feel like she's the one the one character from like Resistance that like Rebels, you mean Rebels, sorry, that can make it into this era. Like I feel like after everything she's gone through, she needs to be safe now. <laughs> uh, agreed. Uh and then of course, you know, the question is if she's there is what's his face there too? Jason. Yeah, I I feel like that might open a Pandora's box uh because he's force sensitive and that might be a reason we don't yeah. see one or both of them. Because, you know, what happened to him when Kylo killed everyone and there were supposed to be no Jedi around? For so long, you know, I, I would imagine Luke would have known about this kid for mm -hmm. a while and would want to train him with his first group of kids. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Scott asks, uh, will Wedge be on the final cover of Resistance Reborn or not? I don't know. I think we pretty uh, much touched on that. I don't think he I don't on think the, so. On the U.S. cover, probably not. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, Josh asks, how much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? And it depends on the exchange rate. Okay, sure. Uh, thoughts on the Marvel relaunch? Uh, well, we touched about, we touched on this earlier, but, uh, I'm really excited about the writers. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited about the time period it's set in. Yeah, but I think more the time period than anything, like, you know, I, I don't really keep up with the comics, but, like, this era, I might, like, actually keep up with or not keep up with it but might check in every once in a while yeah. uh finally kaya's or uh kaya's dad uh sorry diane asked the last question uh, and finally kaya's dad asks weird force shit yes or no 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 <laughs> please no <laughs> mm -mm. that's gonna be a new no for me <laughs> All right. Anything Debbie also says no. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else we need to address, look at? I don't think so. I think our next episode will probably be talking about the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> Wild. Yeah, right? Ooh. Uh, so anything else we're doing? Um, probably have a mouse droid later this month. Yep. Uh, I'm, we're looking at, I'm looking to do a brew house with, uh, Keeks, uh, later this month. Um, our next Kanji cast is gonna be a little different, I think, but we'll keep you posted on that. Uh, Book Wars Pod is every week. Uh, anything else that you're up to? Nope. Nope. No. Nothing at all? 
Hi, Cat. Hi, Cat. <laughs> All right. And on that Maz note, wants to know what Maz is doing in, <laughs> in The Rise of Skywalker. No, Maz wants to be fed. I mean, this is true. <laughs> okay. We'll go ahead and sign off there as our cat... Uh, meows up a storm uh <laughs> this episode of tsr has been brought to you in part by you our patreon subscribers get in at the one dollar level at patreon.com slash tashi station to join our patreon exclusive slack uh you can find us on twitter with the handle tashi station you can find nancy with nancy pants that's nancy with an i you can find me with lane winry l-a-n-e-w-i-n-r-e-e uh you can find our columns and news at tashistation.net and you can also subscribe to us on itunes uh stitcher Google Play, Spotify, wherever you get shows, you can subscribe to this show, as well as the uh, Tashi Station mega feed to get all of our great shows. If you like what you hear, do leave a review. Thanks for listening to another episode. We will catch you all next time. Bye. So long. TSR is brought to you by you, our Patreon subscribers. Visit patreon.com slash Tashi Station to help us keep the lights on and to get access to our Patreon-exclusive Slack team. 